0: The first in line And the wolf man came up next Dracula Was a doing his stuff a Breathing down my neck Jump back Make tracks Here comes the hunchback Better get out of his way Fee, feet, five, five, Full full vomit Was a monster's holiday Well I hopped in the bed And I covered up my head Said I'm I got woke up about 12 o'clock, and I jumped right to my feet. There was gremlins and goblins, dragons and zombies, lordy, what an awful sight. I said, good buddy, you may get me, but brother, let me tell you that it's gonna be after the fight. Frankenstein was the first in line, and the wolfman came up next. Screaming and moaning, wailing and groaning Scary as a mummy's curse I said, good buddy, you may get me But brother, let me tell you that you're gonna have to catch me first Frankenstein was the first in line
1: You're listening to CITR, FM-102, Cable-102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And it's time right now for the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show. And who do we have in the studio right now? I dare you to look
2: into the mirror and say Nardwar's name three times.
1: Who are you? Roger Allen. Roger Allen. Welcome back to the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show for the... I think this is my 22nd time. Wow. I I didn't even (laughs) think you were up to 20, but 22 times. Thank you. Thank you very much for coming. (laughs) And 22 times you have been to the Nardwar show. What are you bringing today? What
2: are you bringing today? Today Today's Halloween, Halloween 5. You've done it four times before yeah i think this is the fifth time yeah
1: amazing and we are going to play roger allen what is going to happen today with roger allen approved halloween tunes right
2: yeah it's hard to find halloween music that isn't like sort of uh psycho, like, rockabilly punk or uh, death metal. It's hard to find music that's just kind of, like, actually a little creepy. And you personally have picked music that doesn't have, like, creepy song titles.
1: It's kind of, like, in general creepy, isn't it?
2: Well, yeah. I hope so. I think so. I think that Halloween music doesn't have to be uh, just blatantly scary. It has to have some unsettling undercurrent to it.
1: What have you played in past?
2: Have we, in one, two, three, or four, played the Monster Mash? Uh, Actually, I don't think we played the Monster Mash. I think we played uh, the Monster Swim, which was Bobby uh, Pickett's third uh, Monster Mash-related song. The Monster Swim, yeah. And what did we hear today? To begin with, Halloween 5, with guest DJ Roger Allen, Crooked 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 Walker. From the beginning, yeah, right off the top, we heard the theme from the film *The Omen*, which was used as the intro tape when Black Sabbath was touring the *Headless Cross* album. Beginning as the house lights went down, it would segue into a taped recording of *The Gates of Hell*, which is what I played. And before the band would begin, at the sh- before the band would begin, they would play *The Gates of Hell*, and then they would kick into *Headless Cross*. Head- *Headless Cross* was their most satanic album in terms of references in their lyrics. Black Sabbath. And here I have that Headless Cross album, and it's kind of interesting because it has this weird PVC dust jacket, and it's also on the IRS Records Metal label, which uh, I believe the only other metal band that IRS released was uh, Nuclear Assault. Was this a particular Black Sabbath release featuring Ozzy or Dio? No, Ozzy's not on that one. Uh, Tony Iomi's on there, and uh, I forget who the singer is. It might be the guy who went on to be... Tony Martin. Tony. So it, you love the record, not with Theo, <laughs> not with
1: Ozzy, The Black Sabbath with Tony Martin. That is amazing.
2: And that's what we heard, right? Yeah. You didn't hear him scream though, did you? No, we just heard The Gates of Hell, which is an instrumental and probably the best song on the album. And the LP has an amazing <laughs> sleeve too, right? Yeah, I don't know what that is. It's like, yeah, PVC. Black. Yeah. Uh, after that, we heard... Some Buck Owens. Buck Owens with It's a Monster's Holiday. And country music has always had a lot of creepy songs. I, I also brought here um, this uh, Chet Atkins Blackjack record, which uh, is, is sort of interesting because when I first saw this, the title Blackjack, I assumed it was about cards. Um, but it's also—it's actually about a little club. They used to be called blackjacks. And in this song, you can hear a guy getting beaten with a blackjack. And then he says, I won't talk. And then you can hear him get hit with a <laughs> club. Um, this song was originally on a record called My Brother Sings. But after it was finished, it was recalled and destroyed. And up until recently, the only way of hearing it was on this record I'm holding in my hand. But it was released as a Record Store Day single recently. So. Oh. I never knew that Chet was so violent. No, neither did I. That's what
1: was that song again? Chet Agnes, Atkins.
2: The the song was another weird country kind of Halloweeny song is called Blackjack, and it's on the Greatest Guitar. And guess who does the vocals? That's what the album is. This album is called. <laughs> and also, I have here this Roy Acuff. Roy Uckhoff? Um song. It's a record, and it has the song. Uh, on these tombs which it's a ve- it's a sort of a very eerie song and uh, it's another country song another one we played in the past was rubber room uh... i forget who sings that but it is, it's another weird country creepy song and at the end there we heard fang and uh... fang are from california and they remind me of another californian band uh... with steve caballero in it called the faction and uh, which also the faction had a lot of uh, creepy uh, uh... album covers and that kind of thing and um, if you look up the history of Fang, they are an uh, actual kind of scary <laughs> band. We heard the song Diary of a Mad Werewolf. Yeah. And here's a Faction record I'm holding up to the mic, and it has skulls on it. And Faction were uh, a skateboard band, and Fang, they skateboarded. They were from California, and they remind me a little of Pusshead, Pusshead, and Black Flag. And I have all, all these old uh, Pushead drawings that used to be on my wall. Back in 1985.
1: A little foreshadowing of Fratricide.
2: Uh, yeah, we're, we're going to play Fratricide in a few minutes.
1: And Fang also. I re- remember Fang because Tom Flynn played guitar with him, and he later started Boner Records, home of Superconductor. The first Superconductor was on Boner Records, or at least their LP was on Boner Records, so that's the connection mm-hmm. that I think. When I think of Fang, I think of <laughs> Boner <laughs> Records and Mudhoney. But, covering them okay cool
2: right now we're gonna play the good slaughter aren't we the good slaughter the good slaughter there's there's two slaughters and this is the slaughter that you probably aren't expecting
1: and this is from Canada right a Canadian slaughter
2: Canadians slaughter. what year is this this is I believe it's 1985 so how did two bands exist at the same time I, I think that I think the glam band Slaughter weren't they a little later '87 something like that? I'm not sure. But around the same era, how yeah. did
1: you discover Slaughter, the Canadian Slaughter?
2: I actually discovered Slaughter by um, listening to an interview with Fenrez of Darkthrone. And here we have Crooked
1: Walker DJ Roger Allen. As part of the Nerdwar show, Spooky Friday, Halloween 5 on CITR. Here is Slaughter from Canada. let at it. You're still listening to the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show, with special guest TJ, Roger Allen. What did we just hear right there, Roger Allen, as part of your Halloween
2: episode, show number five? At the very beginning, we heard slaughter with Strapado, or Strapedo" and Fenris of Dark Now, slaughter, the Canadian slaughter. The Canadian slaughter. There is. Did you Were you a fan of the... Uh, L.A. Slaughter? Because I know you liked heavy metal.
1: Well, I loved Tesla. When I think of (laughs) Slaughter, I think of Tesla. And I love uh, Tesla because they did the song Sign, Sign, Everywhere Sign by the five-man electrical band from from Canada who came out of the staccatos from Ottawa, who had the split with the guess who called a wild pear, which (laughs) I loved so much I parodied with Andrew WK. So that made me kind of connect to Tesla. And when I think of Tesla, I think of Slaughter. But that was a Canadian metal version of
2: Slaughter. And when you think of Slaughter, you think of probably Canada's bonsai record label, And who else was on Canada's Bonsai record label? Cryptic Slaughter and Slayer, which uh, I have the cassette here for. Bonsai uh, released a Slayer album, Hell Awaits, on cassette. And we are
1: tweeting out images from Roger Allen's collection at Nardwar or at Crooked Walker. You can check those images out. For the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show. Actually, now, just not Nardwar. If any questions, uh, please phone in 604 822 2487
2: or tweet at Nardwar, N E R D W U A R. And as I said, we, at the top we heard Slaughter, Canada's Slaughter with Strapato, and Fenris of Dark Throne said that the Canadian metal band Slaughter inspired the Dread Drawn mascot on three of the Dark Throne albums, and he likes the bass sound of the drums on that album. Then we heard Vancouver's Fracture Side with Blind Faith, which reminds me of Mission of Christ. And their 1987 demo, Silence and Grave, which was unearthed recently by Stephen McBean, is being re-released by Supreme Echo. Not only remastered, but also remixed. Now, could you explain
1: Stephen McBean of Black Mountain and... Mission of Christ what is the connection
2: He is he's also in Pink Mountain Tops isn't he Yes exactly He he was in Mission of Christ yeah and they're from Vancouver Island and he apparently just had Mission of Christ who released who had an album released on Pushead's uh, record label Pussmort. he apparently just had their demos in a box under his bed and he sort of kind of rediscovered them recently And Eric from Fratricide did the Flex Your Head
1: show on CITR, and he told me who Ian Fugazi was. Yes, I knew about the Dayglows and DOA before I knew about (laughs) Minor Threat. And speaking of Fugazi, what did you think of that footage that you saw the other night of (laughs) Fugazi in 1991 in North Vancouver?
2: Yeah, I saw that at uh, your... Uh, your uh, what, 30th anniversary evapor- evapor- Evaporator show in Vancouver, I was there. I was the merch guy, which I had never done before. And, uh, yeah, the Fugazi footage was hilarious to me because I was at that show, and Imakai is he, he's, he's he's a pretty uptight guy.
1: Fratricide, <laughs> Blind Faith, also did a connection to Pussmark, too. I think Eric told me about Pussmark as well, and they were on a comp.
2: What is their... Discography, Fratricide. What is their discography off the top of my head? What do you have by them? Oh, I do have some records by them, but I don't have them here with me, and uh, I don't remember the names of the albums. But so <laughs> we move on to the
1: Misfits,
2: kind uh, of. Well, kind of. Then we heard Rosemary's Babies, and uh, they had the song Talking to the Dead, which uh, featured Erie Vaughn on drums, who also played with the Misfits and Sam Hain. And uh, I also brought here a Danzig cassette, on uh, Def Jam Records, which is kind of interesting. Roger always brings in the best tidbits. <laughs> A Cassette,
1: actually, pretty worn too. But no, you've had other worn, more worn cassettes in this avenue yeah. with your thumb. Like usually, you can't see what the name of the band is, so you didn't play this Danzig one too much, did you? Yeah, judging good. from
2: this the, is well, this has got to be the. Uh, what, you know, was this 1988 would have been sort of the end of sort of Glenn, Danzig, Glenn Danzig's um, arc, I would say. And you gave <laughs> up on Danzig right there. A little bit. This is the one that has Mother on it, which is kind of like, um, that was, you know, sort of like. You can uh, see on TV. Prog rock uh, of a punk moment with that. Uh, but after that, we heard uh, Bobby Steele, who was also in The Misfits with The Undead. With uh, They were singing the song, we, The Way We Behave. And I have that song here on a uh, Shredder comp somewhere. And, and we tweeted it out as well. He is also still out there playing Parks in New York, isn't he? He is, yeah. And, and the Shredder comp also has The Parasites on it. And The Parasites did a version of Last Caress. I have that album as well. So there are a lot of uh, Misfits um, connections. And we also played Citizen's Arrest, didn't we? Yeah, at the very end, then we heard Citizen's Arrest with Death Threat. Not only a scary vocal delivery, but on the zine that came with the record. Um, their page has them posing with uh, Leatherface from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. What do you think about New York hardcore? Like, for instance, I showed you that
1: 82 False Profits 7 inch for 30 bucks that was at Red Cat Records.
2: Right. What do you think about that False Profits 7 inch for 30 <laughs> bucks? Uh, what do I think about it? I mean, I've. Uh I've been pretty interested in uh, hardcore music for a long time, and uh, the older I get, the more I kind of look back on a lot of it, and just sort of, it's one of those genres where I think it's more about being there than actually listening to a lot of the music, because a lot of the music sounds very similar. But the more you um, kind of were a part of that scene, I think the more valuable those albums are to
1: you. So translation is, you didn't run down to Red Cat to get a record.
2: I have uh, Youth of Today's uh, demo seven-inch, which apparently is worth some money. But when I play it, I'm like, well, this doesn't really speak to me. Some some records do. Cromag's age or before the age of Coral actually is uh, something where I can put it on and be like, this is amazing. But once you start getting deeper and deeper and collecting more of those New York hardcore records, it's like you only need about ten. And again, you are Crooked Walker. What are we doing today, Crooked Walker? That was just my opinion regarding the... <laughs> 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 what are we doing today, though? We're playing Halloween music. It's part of a Halloween UBC uh, educational tradition. Your 22nd time on the Nardwar show, your fifth time
1: on the Nardwar show doing Halloween music. Um, not all Halloween tunes, but kind of spooky in your mind, right?
2: I think they're all Halloween music. I think all these songs would do well in any kind of Halloween playlist if you were... Uh, board of Spotify playing um, crummy music.
1: And right now, we have
2: an announcement to make, don't we? We do. And here it is.
0: Halloween is really a special time, isn't it? Especially for me. You can see why if you know who I am. Look up a little that's me, a jack-o'-lantern. At Halloween time every year, I sit up here and watch everybody go by. It's a nice and scary time, isn't it? All those wonderful costumes and masks and makeup. I think about how much fun Halloween is. I also worry a little bit about the things that can spoil the fun of Halloween. Those kinds of things scare me too, but in a different way. For instance,
3: My I got no smack for you
1: You're still listening to the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show with special guest DJ Cricket Walker playing Halloweeny type tunes. What did we hear
2: right there? Some Jesus and Mary chain, right? Some Jesus and Mary chain, yeah. They're a, a, a creepy band, yeah. What I would like to say about
1: Jesus and Mary chain is recently their bassist, when they played in Vancouver, wore a Nardwar t-shirt <laughs> that Valera designs amazing Jesus and Mary Chain wore a Nardwar t-shirt not the most recent time but the time before I think when they played the Vogue in Vancouver so that's my connection to the Jesus and Mary Chain but you also brought in actually when I think of them I think of the cramps as well uh, actual Cramps 7 inch covered in pills I love that what's that a 7 inch from and could you describe the 7 inch by the
2: cramps because we aren't playing any cramps today no Um, Well, you said a lot of things. uh, uh, The Jesus and Mary Chain, that song that I played there was called Hit. And I saw the Jesus and Mary Chain right here at UBC in, I believe, 1992. And unlike most of their UK shows, the one I saw here at UBC did not end in a riot. But they were known for violence in their shows, and they were known for destroying their equipment, and they were known to be a droney, groany, spooky band, I would imagine, based on the way they dressed and the way they acted, and they felt... Like, they were the best. And, oh. no, I was going to say, and they signed the sub-pop and then years later wore a Nardwar T-shirt, and that sums it all up. That sums it up. And then you asked me about the Cramps, who, again, I saw. I could not be on the show and not mention that I saw the Cramps right here again at UBC. I don't know when that was now. 1991, Slow was the opening band. It was actually 86 or 85. (laughs) Yeah,
1: because remember, Slow had broken up long ago. They broke up, I think, in 86. So I think it was the Cramps at the UBC War Memorial Gymnasium in 1985.
2: And I just saw today that Slow's uh, 7-inch was just re-released on Boot Camp or something. You can buy it right now.
1: Yeah, they are going to be. Released on Artifacts Records,
2: also home of Images and Vogue. Oh yeah, another Vancouver, and they're being re-released as well. Who eventually spurred Skinny Puppy. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Uh, And yeah, I have these two cramps, seven inches right here in front of you, and one of them is just, yeah, it's all covered in pills. And um, the song, we couldn't, I don't know, I don't think we could play the song. It's called Let's Get Fucked Up. And before that, we played some TSOL, Right. Yeah, before that, TSOL with um, I Got Nothing For You, which was on my one of my favorite records, uh, the soundtrack to the movie Return of the Living Dead, which the cramps were also on. And if you listen to any of Jack Grisham's spoken word tours, any of his interviews, you'll quickly understand that the, uh, the members of TSOL were truly um, disturbed and frightening people, not the type of guys you wanted to hang out with. Well, I actually have a quote from Jack Grisham, and he said punk was to screw girls and steal and getting hurt
1: is healthy.
2: Yeah, I think he thought that for sure and I think many other things involving like stealing and robbing and beating <laughs> and beating people. And up that's sure. why
1: he picked this as a Halloween tune, right?
2: Yeah, and it's on uh, the Return of the Living Dead soundtrack, which is a scary kind of fun movie and uh, it's got a great soundtrack. Like just, I don't know, soundtrack, soundtrack, soundtrack. And then, as I said, um, yeah, we ended with a uh, uh, Jesus in the main Chain. And I also wanted to say, I've never mentioned this before, that I remember seeing the cramps. Again, I have saw the cramps here at UBC. I'll say that for the 22nd time. And I remember at the show, they had a merch table. And at that merch table, they had glossy magazines, buttons, stickers, records, and tapes. So they had the merch stuff down pat. And you regretted not buying any of it, right? I bought a button. I still have it. It's on a coat of mine. And I bought a sticker and I put it on my car. I had a I had a bright green, lime green, uh 69 javelin and i had the cramp sticker on it and it was it was kind of cool
1: and right now
2: we are gonna play some bauhaus right up next
1: bauhaus with uh yeah dark entries and i want to say about bauhaus peter murphy i had the pleasure of speaking to him at richards on richards when he was doing his solo set but he wasn't too a Beat. he wasn't too upbeat Peter Murphy you don't expect him to be upbeat though <laughs> I guess I expected him because I went do to lutu and he went I don't know nothing uh, well actually I went do to lutu and he went keep on eating the pills keep on eating the pills oh. so that was his response so that's what I remember about Bauhaus prove me wrong do do Roger Allen. <laughs>
3: Hit the sidewalk Ain't nobody gonna turn their head i brain brand sick You know I love ya Don't believe me? I she lie She lied Stealing lots of fun Don't you ever ask me why Cause you're cool Got so hit the gutter Cause it's fun to watch her drive
1: listening to the Nardward Human Serviette radio show with guest DJ... Roger Allen. Crooked... Walker. Crooked Walker, what are you doing today again for the people just joining us? Halloween 5. Your fifth anniversary issue of the Halloween (laughs) show on the Nardewar the Human Serviette radio show on your 22nd appearance. And we would like to thank John for listening and asking about the cramped 7-inch. What did we tweet to him? A picture. A picture of the 7-inch with all the pills all over it, yeah. What was that a 7-inch of? What song again? Because we didn't show this actual song. The song is Let's Get
2: Fucked Up. And we just heard right there some lords of... The New Church. But from the beginning, we heard the Gothmasters' Bauhaus with dark entries off the record, Pressy, Eject, and Give Me the Tape. And if we look on the record, it says that that track was recorded live October 31st at Royal Court Theatre in Liverpool. Pitchfork released a story of goth records, but they left out Canada's vital signs. And Vancouver's Darkest of the Hillside Thickets, whose track You Fool Warren is Dead, is very scary. Then we heard Lords of the New Church with opening nightmares. Johnny Thunders was in Lords of the New Church. And the corpse grinders. Speaking of monsters. Wasn't Stiv Baders in The Lords of the New Church? It wasn't Johnny Thunders, was it? I think Johnny Thunders was in the Lords of the New Church. I think Steve Bader's was in it as well. Oh, oh no. Oh. if you know the yeah, answer Steve to that was a singer though. Stiv yeah. was a singer. Yeah. I think I think Johnny Thunders was the guitarist. And speaking of ruining my segues, speaking of monsters, here's some monster magazines. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, if you check out the latest or last issue of Monster Children magazine, which had an article on David Corell of cult record label Sacred Bones. Sacred Bones has put out a bunch of psychic TV stuff lately. And Nardwire, you interviewed Genesis recently. Gen- who recently was
1: diagnosed with cancer, which oh. is really terrible. Oh, I didn't know that. Throm and Gristle, who said, I love how Genesis said that punk was too traditional. I loved <laughs> it. Punk was too traditional for him. He loved, he dated Sue Catwoman at the time, but yeah. he said Punk was too traditional for Throbbing Gristle. Yeah, so, no. a shout out to Genesis of Throb and Gristle. Hope we get through that. But I was gonna say about Lords of the New Church, Stiv Baders. I know him as a singer of Lords, but also as the guy that gave the peanut butter to Iggy Pop. You know that famous concert where Iggy Pop covers himself in peanut butter right. it was stiv baders mm-hmm. handing iggy that peanut butter don't think that iggy brought that peanut butter <laughs> to the gig himself no
2: it was stiv stiv was amazing and we skipped out
1: mgmt
2: yeah we skipped out mgmt and they have a new real they've like seem to have reinvented themselves their new album or their new song little dark age i think is a great song but i don't think we probably have enough time to get to it and speaking of goth Uh, Music, I also have here this Mission song, which is on uh, this uh, sampler uh, EP. And uh, the Mission were also an early uh, sort of goth band.
1: And we will try to tweet out some of this amazing tidbits of information that Roger has brought into the Nardwar to Human Serviette radio show for Halloween 5 at Nardwar. Check me out. N-A-R-D-W-U-A-R. And we will tweet out right now some amazing pictures. What are they? These mags are pretty old, aren't they? And worn. Like, you read the mags, too, didn't
2: you? Yeah, those monster magazines. I don't know if Fangoria is still around. I don't, I'm pretty sure monster magazines not around. But they were, uh, before the internet, Right, really, your only way of really seeing behind the scenes or what movies were in different countries and how horrible things could get. And I love the way you didn't bag
1: them up and that they smell musty because I know (laughs) dealers love them bagged and they hate it when they smell musty but your mags here smell musty and they're unbagged (laughs) typifying CITR radio and also MGMT were managed or are managed by Mark Cates who signed Nirvana and MGMT also love the electric prunes, prunes who were actually replaced by Vancouver's Collectors on their album Mass and F minor. Yes, the Collectors played on that prune's LP. So I thought I would pass that on. And right now we're gonna play some Houdini. Some Houdini. Houdini with the haunted house of rock. On the Nardwater Human Survey Radio Show.
4: Outside in the pavement and torture chambers down in the basement. Cobwebs hanging over your head, music being played by the great. It's the Hive, the Adams Family, and the Monster Five. The invisible Man, where could he be? We know he got inside the party free. One of these days, they're gonna catch him at hand. Not for sneaking and free, for being a booty man. The bartender was cute, but kind of hairy. And Dracula was killing those Bloody Marys. He got drunk as a skunk, started trouble all night. But everybody knew his box was bigger than his wife. It was the only place for you to be. The first 200 witches in the party were free. And all was well until the clock struck twelve. Everybody jumped up, it's already amazing. with some pre- Where you going? Be quiet, man. Can't you see I'm trying to sneak out of here? Worry, right, man. Let's break up. This place is crazy. I'm here. Go ask to see which way you're going to run, man. This way or that way? Yo, man. Let's just get out of here. Don't make no difference which way you run. Yes, it do. Why? Because I don't want to run over you.
1: You're still listening to the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show with special guest DJ Cricket Walker, who has picked personally a whole bunch of
2: what Halloween inspired music for the fifth time on the Nardwar <laughs> show. It's getting harder and harder. What did we just hear? I want to say hi to my family and to Taxi. First, we heard Houdini with Haunted House Rock. It's a good rap Halloween track, and speaking of rap, Check out RZA and Jizza's Liquid Swords. It has a frightening sample from the Shogun Assassin Legend of Lone Wolf in the beginning. Now, when I think of Houdini, you
1: actually sent me the list of songs you were going to play ahead of time, and you misspelled Houdini. You spelled it, like, with an H, and it made me think of Houdini in Vancouver, and actually, Houdini, the actual Houdini, you know, Houdini the man, came to Vancouver and hung off the Sun Tower in Gastown in Vancouver, and I just thought I would mention that. Houdini. I
2: didn't know that. And uh, Dr. Dre, True, Don Tripp, Jay Dilla, Smoke, Smoke? Smoke Dizza and 36 Mafia have all sampled the title track from the film Halloween. And Trent Razor and Atticus Ross have recorded a new version of the Halloween theme just recently. And Trent credits John Carpenter for making him the way he is. And then we played the unsettling Kraftwerk track, Comma Timelady One. I think that's how you say it. And that song came out in 1974. And I think you can hear where the Stranger Things title track was influenced from, as well as John Carpenter with his film scores. That was followed by Esben and the Witch with Hexagons 2, The Flight, and they have quite a ghostly quality to them. And speaking of ghosts, Narbor? Well, I just
1: tweeted a (laughs) picture of the seeds doing thousands of shadows, and I saw the seeds play The Wiseau, and they were incredible. In 19—I think, actually, it was 2005, it was— The Seeds in 2005 at the Wiseau. It was amazing. And also when Kraftwerk played in Vancouver, they brought four laptops along. All they had was like four laptops, which was amazing. And Espen and the Witch, which you played, the Witch is the drum machine, right? The Witch is the drum machine. Espen and the Witch. The Witch is the drum machine. I didn't know that. We also tweeted out a picture
2: of Iggy Pop. And you were saying Iggy Pop is Halloween, well, Iggy Pop is... Well, if you look at the photo you tweeted out, yeah, from that record I have, Iggy Pop is a... Well, he's not so much anymore. Well, in a way, he is. He's a little frightening. He's in such good shape, and he's so old. But he was also a frightening guy in the way of uh, his use with drugs, and his, uh, his mannerisms were a bit frightening. But uh, he also had a song... Um, he contributed a song to the soundtrack to uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, Freddy's Dead. We also are going to... Have a little bit of extra
1: time, possibly on an Ardwarth, a Nardwar to Human Survey at Halloween edition to play a special tune. If you want to hear any special Halloween tune, tweet me at Nardwar N A R D W A R, and we might be able to play it, or we could play something from your collection, Roger, which you have brought out here to CITR Radio. And right now, we are going to play something by Tiny Tim, aren't we? Yeah, Tiny Tim with "In the Pines." on the Nordwar the Human Serviette Halloween Special! Blow it up. Still listening to the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show, the
2: Halloween edition. Could you explain, please, guest DJ Roger Allen? Yeah, the Halloween edition. This is the fifth time we've done it. I've always loved Halloween music, and I've been lucky enough to be on Nardwar's show for the fifth time playing Halloween-inspired tunes. And it's a beautiful day out here at UBC. The leaves are falling, the pumpkins are out, people are getting ready for Halloween parties, and we're live on the radio. And actually, we just tweeted out a picture of Frank
1: Zappa doing a song recorded on a <laughs> night of Halloween <laughs>
2: 1978. Yeah, that was, what was that? I just put the record back, but I think I've got it written down here. Uh, Ancient Armaments. Ancient Armaments. That was, yeah, 1978, recorded live. On Halloween night, at the end of his it, it uh, sort of an instrumental guitar solo, and at the end of it, he says, Happy Halloween.
1: And we just had a response on Twitter from Moon Zappa.
2: Really? Wow. Yeah.
1: So Moon? that's the <laughs> – uh, thank you, Moon Zappa, yeah, for listening just... to the nar- – if Moon Zappa was listening to this whole show, what would he hear? Roger, this is your fifth time on a Nardwuar show playing Halloweeny scary tunes. Can right. you explain
2: your definition? <laughs> My definition? Um, I'm just trying. I was just trying to find music that had unsettling qualities to it, other than just obvious choices. So yeah, country music in general has a lot of sort of creepy tracks. There is some metal music that has some creepy tracks. There's a lot of punk music that has uh, references to uh, horror films. Yeah, just music that is uh, relating to Halloween and is good. I think I've got good taste in music, so I'm sharing that. And we just played The
1: Doors. Speaking of good taste in music, I know The Doors from them being the band that was signed after Love. I love Love from Los Angeles, but two is one, and then became The Doors. In other words, Love recommended The Doors. What can you say about The Doors there? Who uh, scared
2: you? yeah. I love The Doors. I was I went through a huge Doors phase when I was a teenager. And that track, Who Scared You, was one of only three singles they uh, released that wasn't on an LP. And, uh, yeah, well, it says Who Scared You, right? So that's halloween and And uh, I love, there was some footage recently released on YouTube of The Doors just kind of walking around Seattle. and uh, I saw that! Yeah, Jim Morrison is just sort of sitting on the monorail reading a paper, but he looks just like Jim Morrison. It's a little like seeing... Uh, John Wayne on a bus. It's very clear, isn't it? Yeah, the footage. Yeah, I think it's like John seeing John Wayne on a bus wearing his uh cowboy hat and chaps and stuff. Like it's just like he's he's kind of like a character. You just don't expect to see him be like that outside of uh, the photos and things that we've all seen a million times. And from the top, Roger Allen, we heard some Tiny Tim. Tiny Tim in the Pines, that, I've heard that song many other times by, um, I think, Bledbelly sings uh, in the Pines, and I've heard a whole bunch of country versions. And Kurt Cobain did it? Oh, yeah, and Kurt Cobain. And Where uh, did you sleep last night? Yeah, and Tiny Tim manages to make that song sound <laughs> really, really spooky. Uh, after that, we heard The Seeds with sa- Thousands of Shadows, and The Seeds, of course, have uh, Star, Sunlight, Saxon, is that his? Yes. Yeah, yeah, and he is a... I would say he was a bit of an unsettling character to talk to, and I know you talked to him, Nardwar. I did, and actually probably 2005, before he played
1: at the Wise Hall, and I talked to Sky Saxon a bit about Father Yod, because he was part of this crazy... They made, made a movie about Father Yod, but I think Father Yod, the um, rumor was they stuffed him. They stuffed Father Yod <laughs> when he was dead and then passed them around and I asked Guy Saxon all about that and people can check out that interview if they want to. By actually accessing Nardwar.com, and you can see me versus Sky Saxon. And he was amazing that night at the Wise Hall in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And we have a tweet, actually, from Gary, and Gary says, The Transylvania Twist, Bobby Boris and the Crypt Kickers. Yeah. Now, have we played that? We haven't played that, but you mentioned before we have played before some Boris Pickett.
2: Yeah, that that actually I've I had that written down. That was the second single. He had the Monster Mash, then he had the Transylvania Twist, and then he had the Monster Swim, and then he was out of a record contract.
1: But we are actually going to play some scary music in the sense it's only available a Chet Atkins tune we're going to end with a Chet Atkins tune. What scary song to refresh the listeners right. are we going to play.
2: Yeah, we're going to play Blackjack. I mentioned that right from the beginning of the show and blackjack you would read it and look at it and see it in the context of the album as being about cards but then when you hear it you realize no it's a person getting beat with a club and what should people listen for on this particular track they the beating. yeah they probably the beating and and this album i mentioned again earlier it used to be called i forget what it was uh, my brother sings that was what it was initially called and then they and the record was destroyed, and then it was released later as Chet Atkins, the guitar genius, Guess Who's Singing? And yeah, this was the only place you could have heard that song.
1: And we're going to end right now. We're going to play some management and then some Chet Atkins. Is there anything you want to say about Halloween? We have reached the end
2: here. <laughs> Is there anything I want to say about
1: Halloween? I think I said it all through these songs. Is there anything you want to say about these particular songs,
2: like MGMT, I guess? Why did you pick MGMT? I didn't really like MGMT before uh, a couple days ago, but when I heard this song, I thought that's a good song. And I think when their look is kind of cool, and they have I don't know if they've reinvented themselves or it's just a video or what, but just this one song I thought was good. Well,
1: thank you very much, Roger Allen, for coming in today for Halloween number five, the fifth episode of Roger Allen versus Nardwar the Human Serviette your 22nd appearance on the Nardwar the <laughs> Human Serviette radio show happy Halloween to you is there anything you want to add to the people out there at L. Roger no that's, I don't have anything else to say and do 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 boo boo <coughs>